Welcome back to the Emergency Power Podcast Afterburner After Show. You made it all the way through the episode somehow, because that was quite the episode. And it's good to see you again, friends. Oh. <laughs> you laugh or you cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, that was that was an amazing episode. I loved it so much. Uh, I, 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 I felt awkward for everyone involved <laughs> in the magic bracelet scene. I think I took the brood of that scene. But oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I went oh, yeah. in on Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yes. I thought, I might just stay in the room. Before we dive this into so that. Awkward. Yeah. We should roll call. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Well, as always, I am your galactic manager, Adam, here to make all the feels happen. You've got Leslie here. You got Kay. Hi, I'm Pam. And Cooper. We had so Cooper, to have about Cooper that in on this bracelet. one, yeah. So I could just, so I could just lay into Cooper some more after, like yeah. a twenty-minute discussion over like a quarter of the episode. Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Honestly, I think that was some good meat of the episode. But uh, yeah, like there was some good stuff in there. Like I really enjoyed the conversation with uh, Para and Myrani. Oh, I loved that. Yes. <laughs> you know, I I really enjoyed it, and then I felt. A little guilty, so I, I might have to soften a little bit. <laughs> Excellent. This was my guilt yeah, trip. Yeah, this is a episode. guilt trip. <laughs> wow. I haven't got everybody in this episode. Listening to the recording, though, it sounded really good, Pan. Like, it was really great role play. Oh, thanks, and dude. I, think, yeah. I don't know what editing happened there, but it was excellent to oh. listen back to. So. What are you talking shade. about? We just we just recorded it. There's yeah. been no editing. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, been yeah, no yeah. time passing since Never then. <laughs> <laughs> live? <laughs> Listening to it live, Ben. Sounded great. <laughs> I feel like I got some like splashback guilt in that because then it was like, oh yeah, my Ronnie's taken after my character and being an asshole. Oops. Oh, it was like watching an episode of The Office with like Michael Scott fumbling <laughs> all over the place. That was like that. I think that episode is going to be the Scott's tots of our uh, entire show. Oh no. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's the, like the most cringeworthy episode ever. Yeah. It's definitely Ooh. one of the most cringeworthy episodes in all of The Office. In a, in a good writing way, not in a bad like show way. Oh God. I can't even watch that episode. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a massive guilt trip. That's the whole episode is a massive gotcha. guilt trip. <laughs> well, um, I hope that's not all you guys got out of this last episode, because no. a lot of other things happened. Yeah, we made a friend. I got a pretty shiny new moat. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got you lost a uh, whatever you call it. A connection. Connection yeah. and gained a moat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And look, this this was a really cool like I didn't know Adam was going to do all that. So it was a really cool like surprise and like at a person mm. for you know soul kind of growing um but you know people don't change completely overnight so if soul runs into any other solarians i don't think they're correct me adam i don't think there are any they've ever heard of another solarian having two moats they're going to be insufferable <laughs> Well, you haven't met every Solarian, but you certainly haven't seen it before, so yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Mm. That was kind of my assumption. Especially now that you're broken cycle, you might be considered a heretic in some circles. I'm sure that they're not happy with me about this, but you know what? They weren't happy with me to start with, so 
guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and that middle manager, Adam, like, <laughs> great character. Yes. But man, do I want to punch him. I, yes. <laughs> oh. What? No, I feel for her. No, no. She put on way too <laughs> oh, much why? of an act. Yeah, it was just way too much of an act. That <laughs> was survival. Even she said, I am here to make people with way more power than me happy. Mm. Yeah, she's uh, in one of those positions where she's like just about at the point where she's not stuck on the desert ground. Like she's kind of in there. But at the same point, there's no way like a Yasoki is going to be able to rise all the way up to where the contemplatives are and be in that stratosphere. So she's kind of between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, she is. There is no winning. There is only losing in that position. Oh, yeah. But she was also fully trying to handle you guys. So, oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can see both sides of that perspective, and that's exactly how I was trying to make it come across. So I'm glad yeah. it worked out. I, I, I loved the way that Kay handled, or I love the way that Soul handled it, though. Like, don't hustle a hustler, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, the, is this what we're doing? The conversation between the two. I loved it. Yes. <laughs> it was like about to go down the rabbit hole of like, we're going to go back and forth until you guys started trying to mind control them. Oh my god, the mind control thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a shiny I wanted to use. I didn't get to use my new shiny, but fortunately, Kodo was there, and and that was a Kodo fangirl. We stand a Kodo fangirl. I do, I do like that. Yeah, I do like that now. She's like, can I get a picture of Kodo? She put nothing into it. Oh my tool. gosh, that was so funny. Because Kota's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that was, that was fun. You guys were like, oh, oh, geez. Oh, we don't have a camera. Oh, no, no, no. We got one. Look right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciated that it was a mind control scene with 100% RP as we would kind of hope would be without mind control. Because so many, so many instances come across of like, no, OK, they're just doing what I say. And, but that was so well played from everyone. So that scene was hilarious at coming out of that. So I really so enjoyed it. It was mm. good. It was fun. Yeah, very funny. Uh, <laughs> and I love playing those kind of characters that are just like, uh, you don't know what to do with them. You want them to go away, but they can't because you need something. I was on, I was right. on Team Threaten. I was like, yes, <laughs> I was fully yeah. on Team Threaten. Well, was was like, well, we could just like threaten this person and get what we want, right? Oh, and Pawn's little, like, I grip their lapel yeah. with my tiny little hands. Imagine being slapped with, like, a, like a, an empty dishwashing glove. That's, like, what it's like in Pawn. It's like if you were to braid five cooked spaghetti noodles oh, and then God. try to... Yeah. Just slapping you in the year. face, demanding you to take them upstairs. I thought it was interesting that Pons is usually like, let's talk our way out of this. And like, again, Soul, what Soul saw in that middle manager was someone who is between a rock and a hard place. And Soul, as much as they're all about threaten people and cause harm, saw this person who couldn't advance, who was stuck and is like, no, 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 no. Be nice to this one. <laughs> I like once you convince them with the magic that, you know, you are friends and all that, Koto's like, this one is protected by me and like pushes them behind <laughs> just fully like in my eyes very little redeeming part of redeeming traits this character like tried to, tried to hustle us tried to get us blown through in any way when they got caught they were like how can i help you I'm like get out of here yeah. what? they stuffed you in the yeah. box i found all this stuff in 
just trying to survive. I fear for her. No, well, I mean, we can leave her alive. I'm going to be nice to her. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do in this situation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, That's I, fair. I get it, but also don't, don't fake it. Just get lost. I was curious, uh, just because mm -hmm. of how my Ronnie's personality kind of comes out conflicted in some times. Is he still cursed? Or have... Does he still have that demonic uh, formation capability? He still got like, the tattoo? That's actually something that I, I wanted to bring up with him because as well. But I didn't feel like it was the right time to be like, aren't you also kind of a monster? But I was like, ah, this is probably yeah. the wrong time for it. Because oh, in the... not say that in front yeah, of Yeah, well, they, they were in front of Soul, so they could say they were <laughs> But I just realized after the fact that in the moment when Myrani threatened Ara, it was very, of like, to us as people, not in the characters, Kind of like, ah, oh, ha, 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 okay, he's going to threaten him. But if Myrani can actually choose to transform, like, he would be a serious threat in that circumstance. So I'm curious if that was somewhat what he was implying of, like, no, I do have that capability, but it's not there's something, there's something that actually I do want to, I want to, do. like, bring up with Myrani mm -hmm. at some point. But in a kind of, I just, at the time, it didn't feel the right time to be like, we, we are, we're both monsters, but we can choose. But, yeah. to, but we can choose to be monstrous. That's that's what they went Didn't across. Didn't we already kind of research that a little bit? And we, like, I thought Soul Only did some... Only a little bit. Yeah. Only a little bit, not and I feel like it's more of a conversation to have than be like, you know... Yeah, a I totally yeah. agree that it's something that should happen in character rather than me tell you guys all the answers out yeah. here. Yeah. As much as oh, I yeah. want to. I want to say some stuff, but... If, if we weren't, if we weren't like, in such a time crunch situation, I definitely would have gone there, but I feel like it wasn't really the time to have, like, a a heart to heart yeah. whilst also like having the most awkward handshake can i have this hat no <laughs> get uh, the hat give, give me that give me that hat don't you agree that we are both monsters Maroni? <laughs> we are not I so different that. that. that's also a topic that soul wants to like soul wants to have that same conversation with myrani because while soul doesn't have the mindset that like i'm a monster there's certainly a weapon and those sure. two things aren't that different. But there's never been, there's too much. There's, while there might have been a good time, another conversation needed to happen. Yeah. So often when something might come up about my Ronnie, it's just like, well, things are pressing. Maybe we should deal with that first. Yeah. We'll talk to the kid later. Yeah. Leslie, you were saying something. I, I think you touched on it. Um, but I will say, I think next episode, we're probably going to call down the ship i hope and finally find out what happened with sorkis in that yeah. little scene mm. i'm very curious because if you think about it there aren't that many bodies on that ship that the dervish could have been inhabiting there's a vesk two yusoki and a baby dragon mm -hmm. yeah unless it was some sort of projection or, or other way that he was able to get on there so possibly my money is on baby dragon i don't think funny. he knew that the dragon was with us so we left it behind like he had he'd have no reason to know it was there i don't know like that can just see through eyes yeah like. that just seems like the type of creature that would be very interesting to the dervish and i think that and we were delivering them to Vesk 2 for unknown reasons. Well, I will also say that, uh, and I'm so sad that we can't see Adam's face right now, um, but it does seem like 
in order for the dervish to take some kind of control, they do need to go through those tanks of some kind. Yeah, the Ashokis were like, you know, they've been they've been worked on, they've been in these tubes and things, there'd been some kind of ritual going on. It was it seemed like it was work to get them to become um uh what's what's the word? I don't know, bodies. Vessels. Vessels, yeah. thank I you, mean, yes, yes. Absence of evidence. Uh, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. We don't know that he can't do this. I think but you guys, you guys just really like want to. You guys really want to kill a baby dragon, don't you? No. You guys are just really down for, I just, for taking our cargo. Just gunning what's, for this what's dragon. What's going on, huh? guys? I hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god, next episode it sounds like we might be able to put out the call. To the Lashenta, and I'm yes. so stressed. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, we're just gonna have to find out in that <laughs> regard. And yeah. Uzi. I think actually one thing I did want to ask um, is, I mean, I'm sure we can like peek behind the curtain and all that. Did you have more planned for us, like in the in the the, yes, the fight up the tower? Yes. How many maps did we skip? Or, or was it like we get in the car, <laughs> you went okay, and ripped up all your notes, and said, you're on top of the tower? <laughs> I've. You know, it's actually not that bad. I had had some suspicions that you guys were going to try to jump a few levels, so I didn't make any maps in that regard. But uh, don't worry, I still have so much waiting. We missed we missed the room <laughs> full of like grenade launchers and power ups and shit. Yeah, that was on level fifty one. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. Yep, we skipped it all. As you guys get in the car and fly away, the roof collapses over the explosion. <laughs> just all these weapons all pour the out. A guy yeah. comes and goes, "Hey, where can we put all this cool gear we're meant to be delivering?" Oh, what happened? Yeah, this level twenty gear that we don't need. Yeah. Instead of a mega dungeon, it was actually just a mega tower, and every level right. mattered. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I did have 49 extra maps that you guys just jumped over, so I don't know. <laughs> you imagine the next campaign season is just the tower and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a slog. No, the, the raid, the raid did it. They had a, a dread as well, the raid and dread. Both like, you're in a tower, fight. Yeah, and that was cool. absolutely. That was cool but fortunately for them, they don't have to do six-second time increments in which everyone has to have a turn in that. <laughs> Judge Dredd just shoots someone in the face and moves on. That is fair. Mm. What else had to be said about Ponza's taking of the bracelet? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Firstly, that you're a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, every so often, especially when I write horror, I will, I will do a scene that, like, yes, it is built for the character, but it is built for my friend who I know is playing the character. And this felt exactly like that. This was Adam going, this is for my friend. This is how I stab my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam's done that before to me and other players. It's pretty great. <laughs> no, obviously yeah, you play the character the way the character is, but when you were like, I yeah. take the bracelet back. I just, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Did he just get shot to pieces? And you're like, I'm having that, thank this you. This is the start of Ponza's villain arc. Yeah. Oh, this man. was start. not the start. This has been coming for a while. I guarantee if Adam hadn't made you feel shitty about it, you'd be like, cool, I got a bracelet back. Anyway, let's move on. And you would never thought about it. <laughs> That's 100% how Ponza would go. Yeah. And Cooper, fortunately, plays characters very true to how they should be. But in this particular circumstance, I saw an opportunity to give Pons a chance to 
grow socially a little bit, like see mm -hmm. that there's repercussions for the actions because they're kind of, they're basically a bubble boy because they grew <laughs> up in this rich upper stratosphere. So it's like, ah, oh, I'll take that back from the servant. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. They don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really he wanted to avoid any sort of awkward communication there. And I think looking even back on it, it's like there probably was something Pons could have said to easily get the bracelet back, not hurt his feelings, and then just move on. But just thinking like, I don't think Pons would care enough to actually mm -hmm. want to yeah. put the effort into the communication there what? because he actually doesn't know Taye that well, despite liking him. Uh, and giving so him a friendship bracelet. Well, yeah. he was trying to keep track of his invisibility. That's why he gave yeah, it to there was fully practical reasons to do it, but that's not how the character interpreted the action. Yeah, so no, exactly. then it was like, it oh, was... This, this was because, you know, we helped each other out in this control room. We're friends now. <laughs> it was a good circumstantial, circumstantial, awkward interaction because it, if Pons had the time to explain, hey, this will help us. Probably would have worked out later to be like, I might need that back, <laughs> you know? But all he did was like, here, put this on, basically. I, literally, I don't want him to keep that. <laughs> literally right after Taie revived you from near death. Yes. Yeah, threw down some healing on you when you were, like, dying. And so. with an item called Chose the friendship bracelet. Chose to not attack bracelet. to save his own life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. I, I felt bad for you, Cooper, but yeah. not for Pons. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's exactly it. <laughs> and it was funny to be Soul kind of coming into this partway through and just being like, oh, yeah, I know what's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. It's a them thing. <laughs> it's not yeah. you. And like, I wasn't 100% sure how everyone else would respond in the moment. I kind of had an idea of how Cooper would. But, like, the very second Taye started looking in the boxes, I think it was <laughs> Leslie who was like, oh, they're looking for the friendship bracelet. Absolutely. <laughs> and then everyone else, like, started glaring over at Bonds. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard so many people in a podcast go, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> that sound of like sadness and pity at the same well, time. Poor Taye didn't do anything yeah. to deserve yeah. that treatment. So, the line that yeah. killed me was Richard going, I don't know why I'm Jiminy Cricket about this, but I am. <laughs> uh, Jesse, I love uh, that Richard was the one that had 5e just be like, I'm going to be the, the dad in the situation. <laughs> Pons, you have something to say. And Pons, Pons is much more gonna lean to side to those who are a little bit more chaotic. Like Pons loves Uzi, right? We'll mm -hmm. take him on his head, fly him around. He, he understands like Uzi's intentions are somewhat selfish, but at the same time, you know he does care about the family and those around him. And and Pons kind of is that similar way of, of like. Taie is a very kind piece NPC, right? We all really like him, but I, I, I wouldn't see Pons connecting with him that same way. I could totally see. He that. almost seems him as like, yeah, yeah, yeah as sure. like, oh, you're a lower worker, and you know, you kind of you're doing your job, versus Uzi is like, hey, you're like free. You have this life that's like, 
you just get to decide whatever you want to do in the moment. It's like way more interesting to pawns than <laughs> it's literally the is. fault of the contemplatives that yes. <laughs> yep. not really. yep. I know, but that's exactly it. It's <laughs> it's such a good conundrum. But you know what though? That's exactly why pawns doesn't feel like because the contemplatives don't feel that way. Uh, uh, you know, like, pawns has like had to face a lot of reality and like challenge a lot of his thoughts very quickly. Has he yeah. though? <laughs> I mean, has he come to a conclusion yet? But. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the, since the start of the podcast, this contemplative has been put outside their comfort zones in just about every way possible. But until like we actually got on this planet, they hadn't really had to face down their past or mm how that shaped them. You know, they could make friends, like Cooper said, with like Uzi and other characters who kind of had a similar perspective in some ways. But like now yeah. we're interacting with people who have the opposite side of the coin is much more difficult and challenging. So absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And like Han's coming face to face with what it's like in the lower city. And Sol was pretty shitty about it early on, right? Just like, oh, this is terrible, why are you? And then kind of came to realize that like, oh no, well, okay, mm -hmm. they really don't understand. No, yeah. No, they've really never comprehended this. It's, it's pawns, like seeing it's bad, but kind of at the same time, having it almost like a joke of like, oh, it's bad down here, you know, but I'm still a highlight of this area. So everyone should be looking at me. And it's like, it's a, it is a high form of arrogance and naivety, but it, it makes sense, right? He was just a higher up lab assistant clone of this, you know, very superior, uh, I guess, creature on the planet and just kind of came back from an errand to some degree to his home planet. And then, yeah, it's just trying to, to decipher the reality of like, what is the average life and the struggles that people are going through? I was like, no, he, do he doesn't get it. I mean, it's one banana. How much could it cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> As Sol said, he's got privilege. It's showing. Uh -huh. <laughs> but he's trying. Where's uh, the fast pass line for rich people? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny when you did oh, that. So oh good. my gosh. But <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly that. So thought. now you guys are on the very precipice of getting to Narians, getting to this communication tower. You guys are like right there. So we'll have to find out what happens next. Mm. And I think for now, we will end this maneuver and bring us back into normal space. Thank you so much for listening to the Emergency Power podcast and even the Afterburner. You stayed around for this? Thank you so much. Go ahead, check out our Discord if you want to know more information about the show. If, say, you didn't want to watch all these episodes, you kind of jumped ahead. That's totally fine. So go check that out. We're also there. We chat about what's going on, our theories and our hopes and our dreams. So that way I can go in and read them and then crush them. And our memes. <laughs> and our memes. Memes and memes. Our dreams and our memes. Memes and yep. memes. Thank you so much. And we will see you in the next chapter. Bye y'all.